Maybe we should start with a prayer. <laughs> Dear Lord, help us get our points across effectively. Are we recording? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Welcome to the Lady Bits Podcast, Jesus. <laughs> Welcome. Amen. This is the Lady Bits Podcast. We're glad you're here, all of you, whoever is tuning in. Yes, this is, that's Abby. And that's Amanda over there. And we are going to talk about so many things that will fall somewhere between chin hair and... and Better sex. Yeah. And tonight we're actually going to talk about what's on the latter end, I guess. Yeah, we're talking about sex. Yep. Which is, um, which makes sense after we talked about last week being vulnerable. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. So, which is an important step to have fantastic fucking sex. Yes. Which is... Crazy sex. Crazy sex. Memorable sex. Sex that you, like, think about after the fact, then you're like, it gets you back in the mood. That kind of sex. Yep. That's what we want for, for us, me. and that's what we want for you all. Yes, yes. Everybody should be having, like, memorable sex. Mm-hmm. So welcome. Especially memorable sex with your partner. With the person that you are supposed to be having memorable sex with. Right. Don't be having that crazy one night, you don't know who the person no. is, regretting You're wasting. the next day. You're wasting. Don't do that. That's give not it, what we're about. Give it to those you love. Yes, and get mm-hmm. it from those you love. Get it as much <laughs> as you can. That's what we're oh here to talk boy. about tonight. Oh, man. The good stuff. Yep. And I'm pretty sure we're going to segue probably, well, not say we're just going to have to continue this. Boy, like, I have a feeling we're going to. It's going to be a two-parter. Yep. I think so. I think so, too. We should also note that, I mean, we obviously always have Brent here. He's our trusty yes. sound engineer, producer guy. Who is learning mm-hmm. all kinds of things about us both. I mean, he knew, he knows all the things about you already pretty right. much. Right. He's learning things about me. But Todd is here tonight. Yes. That's so a treat. It is. He's hanging out, just <laughs> listening in. <laughs> what you said, you're like, it is. It is. Here we go. Buckle Maybe. up. I'm going to um, try to forget that he's here so that I will not censor myself. Freely talk. Freely talk about all the things sex. And then I'm sure that him hearing me say all the sex things... It's going to be good, good for us for later. You know, I don't. Home. I can't tell the future, but something tells me that you're going to have a very happy ending tonight. The sexy sex. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. It's kind of un- I mean, inevitable. We are uh, still newlyweds. Mm-hmm. In the and very the, um, very newlywed. Very newlywed. Four months in. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes, you know, we get tired. Yeah. And overwhelmed. But tonight, sex talk. It's going to lead to sex, I'm sure. Right. Anyway. And I guess how we want to start this is just by coming up or, or coming out with the, um, <laughs> I can hear my husband snickering in the distance because I said coming. Um, <laughs> boys. We're going to start, yeah, boys. We're going to start with just the idea of getting comfortable with talking about sex because um Abby I don't know about you but I came from a place that I 
I could talk about sex. If I had a question, if I had concerns, um, or I was curious about something, I always felt like I could, I could come to my mom and talk to her about it. Um, I was allowed to date in my house. I know that we, we do come from a, a religious background, but um, in our house, the rule was when you turn 16, you can start dating. And, you know, with dating comes emotions and hormones. And, you know, we want to kind of set some guidelines. And so we talked about it because it was, inevi- it was inevitable. And I think my parents knew that. And they weren't dumb. I mean, they knew. I was 16. You know, you're feeling all these things. So they just wanted to make me mindful of what I was feeling and make me mindful that they knew. So sex was open to um, conversation in our home. What about you? Well, it was. I think I think it was always open for discussion in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my family was a little stricter. Uh, we, our families were both in the, the same church setting. Um, we had the same beliefs at and I think in my house it was a little the conversations might have been a little different if I had had questions the answers would have been very narrow mm-hmm. and that's not bad I mean I'm grateful for the way I grew up it kind of saved me from I think my tendency is to be kind of a wild child so I feel like the rules the very strict rules that my parents had saved me from a lot mm-hmm. but we didn't talk about sex a lot we didn't really talk about sex except for don't have it <laughs> That was but the, doesn't that, as a wild child, make you like, why you know, not? Like, I, or is it just you were just like, okay, whatever. I was kind of okay, whatever. I felt like my parents always knew everything, and um, I was going to get in trouble if I did anything that they said I shouldn't. So I never, right. I never kind of got outside of the the physical boundaries that they placed on me in relationships. Um, and what I, were those physical boundaries? Uh, like, could you zero date? Phys- were you allowed no, to date? No, I was not allowed to date at all. Okay. Um, so there was no, like, meeting up with a boy and going to a movie or no, going to the it mall. No, it was groups only. Around. It was okay. groups only. And even, like, attaching yourself to somebody emotionally was discouraged. So even if I wanted to say I had a, quote, air quotes, boyfriend, mm. um, I wasn't even allowed to do that. And okay. I'm, I'm not saying I regret that. I'm grateful for my parents and for the way they raised me. Um, but I did kind of grow up naively, didn't understand boys, didn't understand relationships really. And um, so the rule in my house was no sex, no physical contact at all, no kissing, no hand holding, no nothing. Mm-hmm. And so that was my background. Do you, just curious, do you think that you will approach your own kids differently? Oh, for sure. For sure. We yeah. mentioned in one of the previous episodes about the I Kiss Dating Goodbye debacle, <laughs> the book that that is um, a trash book ruined folks. us all, including the author. I'm pretty sure he would agree. Like, oh, he hangs his head in shame oh. over that book. And uh, it kind of it damaged a lot of us. But I will not be <laughs> forcing my children to read that book. I want to teach them healthy boundaries and I want to teach right. them to how how to manage relationships. Right. Well, and how to be respectful of themselves and of other people. So that's kind of my approach. Right. If you respect yourself in the proper way, you're not going to do anything you shouldn't be doing. Right. Right. If you are, exactly, if you respect yourself enough to be like, hey, I want to take care of myself. I want to be 
you know, consciously aware of what I'm doing. Um, and, and the, and I guess the positions that I'm putting myself in. <laughs> no, no positions. No positions, I guess. Um, no positions. Oh boy. For All the words are very like, could be taken out of context tonight. <laughs> so forgive me if, um, cause I am notorious for saying things that I, don't realize how I'm saying it. Well, so we're also me, folks. now two bottles and a cocktail in. Oh yeah, girl. So, but we need, I needed this. I needed to. I needed to be at this level to be able to talk about these. It's going to be a good talk. But be a good talk. I, I definitely in my home, like, and I, I, we went to the same church, and I understand that your family they were in a leadership role, and there is more responsibility that comes when you are leading. And when you come from a family that is leading, there is more expected out of you and required. It, it you are held to a higher standard. There's and I, and I there's don't no regret getting that. out of that. Like I said, I don't regret it at right. all. And I think if my kids make it to um, getting married and have haven't made a lot of mistakes in relationships, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I would be proud of that. Right. I don't I don't want my kids to. Um, experience all the things before it's time right right and I feel like I've learned that like just looking reflecting back um because I think have as we've stated that when you're you know you're a teenager you're dealing with unknown unfamiliar feelings with your body with your thoughts everything um it's a lot to try to process and your brain has not caught up to grappling with that I feel like and looking back even like after I got married and I would could look back at like just situations um you know I wasn't I wasn't this like I wasn't this crazy kid I mean sure I did stupid stuff but and I made like poor choices on you know certain things but I wasn't really like this like wild child no you aren't Um, I remember you I was pretty I, I adhered to you know what was expected but I was a rule follower to you back then I always got caught like I would try to break a rule and I always got caught so I didn't I just knew that I couldn't get far even if I wanted to mm-hmm. so um but looking back I can see that it wasn't that and I think what's crazy is like God knew this about us as humans that he wasn't trying to tell us he wasn't trying to and our parents weren't trying to stop us from like having a good time they were trying to save us from like unnecessary heartbreak and and just dealing with adult things that you don't need to deal with that is too much for a young mind to deal with and I feel like I hope that that's one thing that when it comes to that time god I'm gonna need way more wine when my kids are teenagers (laughs) um that I realize like it's not that I'm trying to tell you no you can't do that I'm trying to tell you you think you want to do those things you think you want to be more of an adult than you realize right because um you're when you're dealing with those kinds of issues and those kinds of emotions those are really really adult emotions like intimacy is a very powerful thing I I learned like once I got married and realizing that thinking about it I couldn't have handled that as a teenager I just couldn't right and um I 
I think I would have done way more damage to myself. I would have too. And, you know, so we're definitely going to try to get our kids to uh, reach adulthood without making a lot of effing mistakes. Um, A lot of effing mistakes, right? Right. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Literally. Literally. Don't make those mistakes. Right. But the the fact is right now that we are grown ass adults. Right. Who are having lots of sex. So we're going to talk about... um, being comfortable with being that. comfortable and being healthy in those in that relationship right. because uh, it can so easily get messed up and get awkward and weird in a relationship and so we are going to talk about some things some ways that we have discovered to um, kind of get past some of the obstacles right of having a good sex life right and um i'm just going to throw out kind of some su- statistics that i that word is hard to say after some <laughs> that word is hard bibbing. to say but it's it's really a challenge after you've had several drinks statistics. it's not one you want to be like i can throw that out five times <laughs> statistics like i have to like get my arm like in there to say it statistics <laughs> I'm doing a little jig, by the way. Um, So one of the things, like, I learned, and it kind of made me feel a little better uh, about, like, do I have a healthy sex life? I don't know. Like, I think I do. Um, But uh, one of these is from Good Housekeeping. It says, like, as of right now, the average uh, for, like, a married couple is about five times in a month. So okay. a little more than once a week. I don't know how you do like half sex, but um, <laughs> it's like, what is it? Three and a half kids. That is the average household. <laughs> yeah. What happened? What, what happened there? What, they were like, the other half of the kid? We don't want the side that where they talk. Well, half sex is like you fall asleep in the middle of it. Oh, or maybe just like a little like hand job or. Yeah. Maybe. That's like half sex, right? Half half Where one of you is like, you know what? It's all about you tonight, babe. Don't mm-hmm. worry about me. I'm good. I'm just tired because <laughs> we all have those nights where we're like, we do. We're gonna. We're. Have it's sex. all about you. So I mean, and I think that roughly, um, so about five times a month. That's like roughly fifty to sixty-eight times a year. That doesn't sound like a ton, but I mean, once a week. I think that's pretty. I think that's pretty good, especially because I've been married for over twelve years now. That's. I mean, I'm like, yeah. I did it once this week. Yeah. Like I put it in the <laughs> schedule. Like, and that's you did it. You put it. There are times like where we have been like, like I have, I have audibly said, like, I would like to have sex tonight. Make you it happen. Have to. When you have a busy life, you have to. Yeah. And you know what? What is so funny is that I've learned that sometimes when I say it and I, and I put it out there and then I start like dwelling on it like it it just I get excited like I genuinely am like looking forward to the evening and it's like let's hurry up and get the kids in bed let's get those dishes done and get our asses in the bedroom and that's a I think that's a really healthy thing and a common thing and if you I know some people feel like oh my god I have to pencil in sex so what you're penciling it in and you're considering your other partner and I think that's great yeah, you're being. An, I think it's a great thing. You're being thoughtful and intentional about it. I think if you're a, um, if you're in a brand new relationship, it's a little that's, more. That's weird to think <laughs> about having to pencil it in, right? Because you're like, how many times today can I have sex? <laughs> Not how many times this week, but how many times today? Let's right. let's do it. Let's right. let's have morning sex. Let's have lunch and then take a break and have sex again. Right. 
And when I was first married, I mean, there were definitely, it was multiples in the day. Right. But that then, was a given. But then you life happens. And you have kids. You you, you have kids. Establish a career. Right. You have fifty things that happen during the day. Right. Sex want you you don't want sex to be one of them, so you better put it in the schedule. Or right. at least discuss it. Like, okay, let's do it. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna come to bed at the same time as you tonight. <laughs> right. And and you know what? And I know I hear I know I've heard people say like, Oh, we've you know, we're not spontaneous anymore. Who who gives a shit? I mean, I get spontaneous, being spontaneous is amazing. And when it can happen, like, great. Mm-hmm. But being realistic for me, like, the spontaneous moments do not happen in my life. You have because little Because I have little, little children yeah. and they function on a routine. I know ar- roughly around 8 to 11 is like, if I want something to happen with between me and my husband... That's when I need to take the opportunity because I also know that I'm going to have a sweet little six-year-old girl walk out of her room and say, can I lay in bed with you? And nothing is more of a turnoff than when a child is in the middle of you and your husband. Oh, so, for sure. No, it's it's off then. Unless they're in your belly and then it's okay. Like, you're just like, ah, they don't know anything. Pregnant so. sex. Right. Pregnant sex is what I'm, that that was a side note. But I go sex. But uh Yeah. So if you are not having good sex or frequent sex, we're here to help you tonight. Yes. Or today. Whatever Pencil time. It it's in. tonight when we're recording, but it might be morning when you're listening. Yeah. And uh, let me tell you, I don't know about you, but it's 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 rare, but morning sex, I actually like morning sex because afterwards I'm like raring to go. It's like when you get a workout in and like right after you're really tired but then an hour later you're like oh my god where did I get all this energy from that's how I feel about morning sex I feel like that about morning sex if (laughs) if Todd has the patience to put in the work to get me awake enough oh yeah I have to put I have to I have to get Brent awake but you know what's funny about morning sex I I love to sleep (laughs) I love it so much and so I don't wake up well Right. And I definitely don't deal with anything well before I've had coffee. And so the thought of having to, you know, wake myself Hump. up. Yes. It's, it's too much. <laughs> so he has to be super patient. He has to, like, wake up all the all the parts. Right. You know, he has to put in the work on this part. I think that's kind of natural with women. Put the work on, in on that part. And then he has to be like, are you awake yet? And I'm like, nope, keep going. <laughs> so, you know. If he but he's in, communicating, which I love. It sounds like he's communicating with you. Yes. He and he's serving you. And, like, n- for me, nothing is more hot than a man being like, or my man, because my man is the sweetest giver. And for him, he he is happy when I am satisfied. And I love that. Like, he wants to make sure that I'm happy, because sure. if I'm happy, he knows that I'm going to make give sure him a wonderful happy. thank you. Yes. So, um, and what, uh, which is kind of funny, another one of the um, statistics, statistics that I wrote down, (laughs) I'm going to, can we just go ahead and already assume that I'm going to flub that word every time. Um, It's a tough one. One of the little uh, facts. There you go. I can say facts. That's easier. That um, I also wrote down was that 84% of women um, will have sex with their spouse to get them to do housework. 
What? Which is, I, I even wrote what, like, I actually just wrote WTF, but like, what, what? the fuck? Really? It's like bartering. Like, I will give I you will a give little you nookie if, if you, in, I'll show in, you a nipple if you wipe the counter. Like, I mean. The payment for this particular <laughs> sex act is. Right. And I don't feel sweep like. Sweep the floors. I don't think that's okay. No. I, especially in a home where both people are working, like, you guys should be sharing everything. And, right. Um, but, I mean, this is a, a statistic and. um it is what it is. But here's the thing. Like, I feel like if if you guys were sharing the work, if you were sharing the workload with your husband, you're going to automatically free up time. Um, and then you're going to see that they're helping, they're serving you in another facet. And you're going to appreciate that. And you're going to want to to do for them, you know? Well, if you're, if you're both contributing, I actually read an article today. I will not cite the... Uh you know where it was it was a more it was a very conservative um source but it was it was saying that basically what you just said like women are more apt to be amorous and up for sexual intimacy if their husband helps them with the housework and what bothered me is that they were framing it in the context of you know before when women didn't work outside the home mm. it was considered their job and now that they're working outside the home men should help the women and I'm like but that bo- that bothers me that wording bothers me that right. it's still the woman's responsibility right. to maintain the house even though she's working outside the home and the man is just helping her right no it really should be a partnership we are running this household together and exactly we are we're doing this together and so if we are one person's not overly tired exactly and, and unable to engage in that kind of intimacy because which is what women i mean i i'm sure men do too but i know a lot of women will say i'm just tired i would rather sleep right because i'm so exhausted from doing all these other things and doing them myself that I I prefer to sleep and that should not be like that shouldn't be a thing that um, brings division in the bedroom or resentment in the bedroom you know right you're always too tired you always say you're tired and blah 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 well if she's saying those things like be be conscious like okay what was she doing you know all today or and I'm not and I'm not blaming men I'm not um my husband is not the kind of guy that um, sees something that needs to be done and does it. But if I say, hey, will you do this and this and this? He will absolutely do it. He doesn't well, look, complain okay, or anything. Re- listen, reality is that every workplace, every project, everything in life has a person that's responsible for it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's okay if one of you whether it's the man the husband or the wife or the man or the woman whatever in the partnership one person is the one that kind of sees the overall need mm-hmm. and delegates that's right. okay it it doesn't mean that if the one if the woman is the one that is doing the delegating that she's doing everything i think right. that's a lot of women get all kind of crazy about that somebody needs to be the one that sees all the things and helps everybody else see the same thing she is right and writes the list out the chore list for all the kids and and the husband maybe mm-hmm. i do that for todd sometimes i'll write chore list on the chalkboard right and he has some 
Um, and that's okay. I don't get all crazy about that, but it, it, it does have to be a partnership so that one person isn't overly tired and the other person's, you know, laying around reading a book. Right. And so. I think that also on the other side of that, um, I know that I'm guilty of feeling like I constantly need to control everything and that everything needs to be done on the checklist before I can rest. I am notorious for feeling like all of these things need to get done before I can do this thing. And that isn't the case. And, and, and always. And no, because um, you know what, you can do those dishes and then five minutes later, there's going to be dishes. Right. And, or sometimes cook the meal, put the dishes in the sink, let them sit overnight, but you are sexually satisfied your husband is sexually satisfied and then you can get up and figure out together in the, the next morning i mean well, i could do better about have, that I, dishes I do. don't have to be done at night i like them to be done i, so I do I, too because I, I have a cat I could do who better. will eat anything your cat is all over the place <laughs> my cat is crazy um so you know at, at age 43 and and experiencing a lot of different um situations in life and learning a lot about myself sexually mm-hmm. um i think there's one of those cliches one of those sayings about good lovers are made and are not born right you're not born a good lover you got to figure out how to be one mm-hmm. you got to learn i have never i i have never heard that but um, I'm all ears. I think that's a saying. If it's not, it should be one. It should be. I like it. Good lovers are made, not born. So you kind of have to always be figuring out how to grow and be better at it. Um, if you're in right. a if you're in a committed relationship where sex is a big part, listen up. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're here for you. Um, so I think that having open conversations with your partner about sex there should be some rules because sex is such an emotional and sensitive subject, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to just come out and say, why did you do that? Or it's an art. Why aren't you doing that? You know, it's, it's, it's personal. You don't want to, you don't want to be doing something and somebody's like, I don't like it. What are you, or what are you doing? No, like, God, don't say that to your spouse. Just as a preface, don't be like, what are you doing? No. So, because that will cripple. You want to talk about sex, your confidence outside of actually having sex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the middle of it is not the time to say, "Can we talk?" <laughs> hey, I want to just talk. bring some things up right now. Hey, can you can you stop? Push the pause button. Can you stop tweaking my nipple right now? <laughs> I need. We need to tweak our our marriage right now. You don't want to do that. You don't want to say that. I mean, that sounds horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, big old red the, flag. If you worst, ever hear... The worst thing ever to <laughs> if say. If you ever hear either partner say that, you that's a big red flag. Run away. That you're in a... You're in, Run away. You're in, a, you're in something toxic. Yeah. That's no good. Uh, co- communication, mm-hmm. honestly. I mean, that is that is a big deal. And, um, and I, at the same time, I will say, like... There are times that we're in the moment, we're grooving, and Brent will will say, you know, do you like that? What can I do? Like, those are all great things. Um, because he knows, I mean, he's not, he's not a dummy. He knows that, like, 
I know my body. I know what I like. I know what feels good. And I need to constantly be saying like, if he does something, if he, if he hits a place where I'm like, oh, that sparked something in me. I like that. Do that again or whatever. I have to be willing to say those things as well. So, um, I think communication is a big thing. And um, yeah, if you're just saying like a, a, uh, random, that feels good, but it doesn't really feel good. Oh, I mean, you are at fault for a shitty sex life. Please don't bullshit in the middle of your sex. Like it's just, it, you're, if it doesn't feel good, don't be, don't be, um, awful about it. Don't, don't make the person feel bad, but redirect. Right. Right. Redirect. I like that word. Redirect. Right. I love that because... Give a gentle nudge in the direction that you want them to go. And I don't have a penis, so I don't know the way it needs to be handled. (laughs) (laughs) You like that word? Handled. But they do because their hands are on it all the time. Like, they know. And they've been a teenager and they know. And listen, let's go ahead and put this out there. Right. We all are familiar with our mechanics right we know what feels good mm-hmm. we know what doesn't you need to educate your spouse on that um, especially if you're not I mean especially if they're especially in a in early on in a marriage and they're not familiar with what you like so how how do you think are some ways that you could I mean I know for for us but <laughs> but how how do you how would how would you recommend to the people listening if you feel like your partner doesn't know their way around the equipment your equipment you know what are some ways that you can educate them without just being textbook let's draw a diagram <laughs> this feels good no i i mean i have like was that the, wait was that a friends episode where they drew a diagram? seven seven no <laughs> yes. she just was all numbers and she's like she's like a one a one two four and then eventually it was just like seven 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 and she's like going through the moments so that's a great episode that is awesome um but it, it's true like i mean there are moments like i just i am always gonna know my body better and and the way to to work my body um so for me um I either help and I like contribute to myself Mm -hmm. while he's working in another area um I mean it's a it's a partnership and I'm okay with him not being able to hit like every erogenous zone at once um or I will tell him like when I'm feeling something I will I will just say I'm really I that's one thing that um I'm pretty I'm pretty audible about things like I will say oh I like that or um hey can you do this like I kind of when I'm in the moment I will or show him say something yeah I will pull his hand wherever I need to and show him how to do something. And if you can't, I don't ever, I've never like been like, ugh, I'll just do it myself or whatever. You know, I've never, I never want him to feel like he is inadequate because he's not. Um, He's wonderful and I love him and um, I'm not complaining at all. Like I have, I really have no I think it's just about being um, willing to communicate well yeah whether or not that's verbally or whether Mm -hmm. or not that's showing you know right I'm gonna I'm gonna show you right now 
I will say, like, for, for me, like, I don't know. I think I feel like this is for most men, but I could be wrong. Because um, I really only have one man to really communicate this from. But I think men enjoy hearing when something is pleasing for a woman. in Like what I, in my experience. So give a little moan if your breath changes like if 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 like your breathing patterns change let them know like if something is arousing it doesn't have to it doesn't have to be like (laughs) this this movie scene it doesn't have to be a movie because that is not real that's not real sex at least for from what I've learned being married that is that what what's out there in the films is not real so, or it's not accurate, at least, and unless it's a comedy, and then usually they're spot on. <laughs> but because sex can be quite comical. Yes, However, um, I think like moans are nice if you don't like moaning and you feel silly or whatever, um, like heavy breathing or changing like the, the intensity of your breathing is really good. Like those are ways, subtle ways that let them know like, hey, I'm doing something. And that is, in my experience, a, a natural um, turn on for a guy. Nothing makes a guy feel more confident and better than knowing that he is making his woman happy. For sure. So, for sure. So, if you don't feel like you can do that in the middle of having sex, you got to find a time to discuss that outside of it, right? Right. In a way that's not threatening, in a way that's... Um, encouraging right mm-hmm. so I think some important things to say are you know don't surprise your partner with a sex talk <laughs> don't be like hey how was your day let's talk about last night <laughs> don't wow. do that like, oh, man. G- give them a heads up and say hey I would really like to talk about how we could improve how about how we could have more int- intimacy or whatever whatever you want to say but give them a little right. heads up and say can we right. have can we talk tonight after the kids go to bed or whatever? Kind of give them a heads up and then mm-hmm. don't try to tackle every last thing all right. at once. So that can be overwhelming because sex is such a big part of, of relationships. So take a little piece and say, let's, let's talk about this and then let's try it out. Right. Try let's, and try some, try one thing. Visual aids are nice. <laughs> Hand gestures. Gestures I'm doing are one good. right now. I mean, uh, <laughs> oh man, diagrams for sure. Mm-hmm. Whatever it takes to get your pointer out, yes, and be like, "This is what I like." Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. slideshows, mm-hmm. overhead projection systems. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the things I read in um, it was a blog called Very Well Mind. Um. It's like an online site, but uh, being emotionally connected results in better sex. So if you're if you're um, if you're considering your partner's feelings and you're trying to genuinely connect with them, and say and being vulnerable, like we talked about in the last episode, episode, um, they're going to be more receiving. They don't they don't want to be bad at sex. Nobody wants to be bad at sex. God, I mean, nobody puts that like in their qualities online anywhere like shitty at sex <laughs> like like I only not so good I at can only sexing. make you climax 30% of the time nobody wants to no. to put that out there so 
um, if you do it in a loving way and you're connecting with your partner on a consistent basis, I feel like um, people are, your your spouse is only going to want to do better. Like they only like I will I constantly ask like do you like this do you like that do you not and and I'm and, and my feelings aren't hurt when he's like no or can you you know move a little bit or whatever like you just have to be you have to communicate it's and you have to be it's, it's willing the, yeah to listen yeah absolutely and not get um sensitive about it but really work together to have a healthier um health, healthier sexual relationship that is working for for you both right and you know one thing that I also read because I know I said that like the average of a healthy relationship is like five times in a month um that excuse me that might not be the norm for everyone that's an average that's based on a survey that's based on numbers that have been collected so um one thing that I think it was webmd or no marriage.com said um that you have to find your normal with your spouse and um, I think you're, you also have to be aware that your normal can change and so what's normal and comfortable for you might only be once every couple weeks or maybe you're you know still in you know it's fresh and new and you're still you know craving each other and you have more time or, you, or you're a young couple and your schedule's a little more open and you can do it four times a week great and that's what you love then awesome and that's your normal super that was my normal at one point in my life you know that is not my normal now but what's great is that my husband and I are on the same the same um level we're on the we're in agreement with our sex life and and um the frequency of it I guess and I think that's what's also important to remember is like if you're not doing it a ton that doesn't mean something's wrong um if if you feel like you want more then that's when you should bring it to your husband or your spouse or whoever that's when you should say hey I would I would really love to be more intimate um and see what their thoughts are they may be thinking the same thing and you don't even know it so communicate find out what your normal is and um you know dive in I think that's so good because you can just kind of keep trucking along thinking that everything's okay mm-hmm. when the other person's not right you got to check uh, in and you might be okay but your your partner isn't so yeah do regular check-ins and hopefully both of you are being honest and open and willing to discuss mm-hmm. um, what what you want what you need but um i know so many of my girlfriends who talk to me about um you know their frustrations and you know they don't they don't talk to their partner and they don't they rarely have sex anymore and you know that's that's when um uh that's when you can really drift apart if you don't have that Mm. in your in your life and and in your relationship so don't let it go you know right if you're a woman listening to us right now or if you're a man listening to us right now because your woman has told us told you to listen to us right now (laughs) she's like uh episode Episode, right now episode what eight seven i think we're seven Oh, wow. Episode seven. You need to listen listen to to that that one. So whoever you are that are listening right now, if you um, think that you are struggling, don't let it go without talking. Right. Mm -hmm. So 
make a point to make an appointment with your partner. Yes. Um, to talk about it and make a plan. Write it in your schedule. Right. right. And there's no shame in writing it in your schedule. Just right. so you know that. It actually just just be like be proud of yourself. You're being proactive. That means that you're you care. Um because when, when things are important, you write them down so you can remember them. And um, I promise if you're being proactive about that, uh, your, your partner will appreciate that. And in turn, they will want to be proactive too, I imagine. so. For sure. So the goal is monkey sex. <laughs> <laughs> monkey sex. Monkey sex. Look, my goal is just like sex without a child knocking on my door. I mean, that they need I am me. so oh glad that I'm past that, that my kids sleep through the night. Let me tell you, nothing is more of like <laughs> like a turnoff than a child crying at your door to let them in. Yeah. Ugh. We don't really my have, husband, we don't it drives have that crazy. Situation. We don't have that as a roadblock right now because our kids are, <laughs> first of all, our kids are, are past that age where they wake up a lot and yeah. sleep with, you don't sleep in the bed with us at all. Second of all, we have Whew. times where the, our kids are with their other parents. Yeah. And so we have kid free nights every week, which is That's awesome. really awesome. Yeah. I'm kind of jealous um, of that. But we, we, anytime we have a free night, it's like. Oh, there are no kids tonight. Oh, we are we are going. We like are freaks. swinging from the chandeliers tonight. <laughs> I'm going to stick that landing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you're going to stick the. Going <laughs> to stick the landing. Stick it. Yep. So yeah, I mean, where were we going with that? I don't know. I got lost after stick the landing. Like a gymnast. I'm going to even put my hands up in the air at the end. I'm going to arch my back and I'm going to... You should see me right now, folks. One of these days we'll figure so. out how to, how to have visual accompaniments to the podcast. Do we want gifts on this? I don't know if we want any kind I of mean, gifts. That could be oh, fun. Boy. That Lord could be fun. Us. So we definitely want to um, talk about this subject a lot because it's such a big part of our lives. Yeah. All of our lives. And so we'll be revisiting it for sure. But, um, you know, the big thing about this episode is communicate. Mm -hmm. Talk to your partner. If you're not happy, if you're not satisfied, even if you are, but you want to keep growing as a couple, like always keep communication open. Mm -hmm. I know it feels awkward sometimes, but the more you talk about it, the less awkward it will be. Mm -hmm. Just do it. Just make a time, make an appointment with your partner to talk about it and uh, approach it with love and openness and just the the desire to have awesome kinky fantastic crazy experimental fuckery. yes oh what was that word again sorry it's late fuckery ooh ooh it sounds like like a i don't know like i don't know i'm just d- moving my hands around right now <laughs> <laughs> lord <laughs> we've <laughs> we're beyond oh. we're beyond the the point um, so we would love to hear your questions too. So if you have questions about, oh yeah, would not we are not experts, but we do have a Google search bar, yeah. so we can help you out, and we can give our personal opinions on our own experience about things. And if and we haven't experienced what you're asking, we will try to find somebody who has. Yeah, um, but we're here for you. So email us at hello at theladybitspodcast dot com, and be sure to. Uh, you know, like us, subscribe, rate, and review yes. the podcast on whatever uh, venue or whatever that you're listening to. 
however you're listening to us, be sure to share it, rate, review, subscribe. Yes, and we would really appreciate Send it. It helps um, baby little podcasts like us. Little baby podcasts. Um, grow to be bigger podcasts. Yeah, to be big girls. Yep. Big bits. Big, big bits. lady bits. Yep, with all the pieces. All the, <laughs> all the parts. All the grown-up parts. What's happening? Oh, boy, we should probably just end this. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. The Lady Bits Podcast is created and produced by me, Amanda Holloman, and Abby McGee. It is recorded in Wilmington, North Carolina. Our sound engineer and graphic designer is my hot husband, Brent. Web design and music contributions are by Abby's also hot husband, Todd. The theme music is recorded by us and our very, very still hot husbands. Special thanks to Beta Radio for the use of their recording studio and to Millie Holloman for the images that can be found on our website and social feeds. You can find us at theladybitspodcast.com. What the hell? <laughs> I like that word, fuckery. Fuckery. With all the wonderful, all the, th- all the fuckery. <laughs> <laughs>